Hi, and thanks for listening to another audio podcast from Creekside Community Church, Narangba, Queensland. For more information and resources, please visit our website at www.creekside.org.au. Before we continue on our service, just thinking about this messy world, and some of us have had messed up issues happening in our lives even recently, or you may be struggling through some different things. Let's just spend a moment and come to our Saviour in prayer. Let's come to our Saviour in prayer. And I'd like you to just pause for a moment quietly and just think about someone in your sphere of influence, someone in your life that you could pray for right now. Someone we could spend just a moment quietly, even the little kids, you might know a friend at school or someone who's struggling through something, and they need to meet the Saviour, Jesus. Can we just pause for a moment and come to him? and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we still our hearts before you and thank you for the baby Jesus. But Lord, more than that, we thank you, Lord, that his name was Emmanuel, which means God is with us. He came into a messed up world to meet messy people and help us deal with our messy situations. We now just picture in our minds some people who need a touch from you this Christmas, and we spend this moment focusing on that, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love and peace. And I pray you meet every need and every person that we've just had in our mind's eye. Lord, come into their hearts, come into their lives, speak into their life this Christmas and meet their personal needs, we pray in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Amen. I want us just for a moment to imagine that you have just seen the most amazing live performance of your life. The most amazing live performance that you've ever seen. In fact, have a think about what is the most amazing live performance that you've ever seen. Was it a musical or was it a, a ballet or what was it? Can someone give me a, a thought? The first thing that comes to your mind is the most amazing live performance that you've ever seen. Yes, Chris. Michael Jackson. Yeah, okay. I've never got to see him live, but that would have been pretty amazing. Yes. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Wow, I haven't seen that one either, but yes. I'm sure the lighting show would have been awesome. A couple of others? Most amazing performance you've ever seen? The Lion King. Yes, that was. So it was awesome. Anyone else? River Dance, yeah? Yep. Coldplay. All right. Yeah, we've got some bands coming out. Here we go. Yep. The John Denver concert. Oh, that was a while ago. I was about 10 years older when I saw that one. Anyone else? I remember um, seeing, I think, I've seen lots of musicals, but probably the standout musical I've seen down at Her Majesty's Theatre down in New South Wales was um, Les Mis. Les Mis, my favourite musical of all time. I have so many great musicals, but Les Mis, I love the movie, but when you see it live on stage, unbelievable. 
Amazing message of grace, amazing um, theatre to see. And uh, as I was growing up and when I became a young adult, I went and studied music and I wanted to be a professional musician. That was a big part of my life was show business and playing music. I'm a jazz trumpet player. It was always a part of my life over the years and playing different musical instruments. It's been part of, music's been a big part of my family. So we love entertainment. We love going to see shows and seeing all these things. Um, but the thing you need to know about when you see a show like Les Mis or any of these amazing performances that come to your mind is that it, it's not just that moment that's happening on stage. It's, it's all the preparation that goes before to get to that moment. In fact, it's not even just the rehearsals before that. It's, it's literally the, the lifetime of rehearsal, the lifetime of practice of refining a skill and becoming you know, awesome at those instruments or awesome at what they do. And uh, so to have that maximum impact, there's so much preparation goes in leading up to that. Hours of practice to go into a great presentation. And so when we see just this short concert for an hour or two on stage, it's really something that we need to remember. It's just a small fraction of what's gone on inside the heart of those performers for years and years and years, leading up to just that moment that we get to appreciate for that kind of climax of seeing that show. When I read about the Christmas story, the birth of Jesus, I can't help thinking about what's been going on inside the heart of God for years and years and years, in fact, for all eternity, leading up to this climactic moment where there's this kind of scene that's been being prepared for in heaven over all these years. What's God been up to all those years leading to that moment where he would send his son to earth? He's written this amazing redemptive drama it's this story that's been unfolding and continues to unfold throughout the world. And it all began as he was sending his son to earth. And so as we, we look at that, the, the birth of Jesus, it's really just the curtain raiser. It's just the start of that, that moment of that story unfolding, isn't it? It's just the beginning of that. It began a long time before that in the lead up to Jesus coming. But that would be like a Star Wars movie. You remember the Star Wars movie and we got a few episodes of the movies and then we had to go all the way back to the start and get all the new, uh, the older episodes leading up to Star Wars. We're just going to start right there at the New Testament. We're not going to go back and go through all of those episodes leading up to that on that very first Christmas at the beginning of the New Testament. I think the whole earth was oblivious to all the preparation that had really been going on backstage in the heart of God. But God was working behind the scenes in a very special way and in a much bigger way with a greater purpose for this story was all about redeeming creation. And he gave us some hints throughout. There was all these prophetic words throughout all of history leading up to that. He was kind of giving us some ideas but then there came this day when there was this baby that was born in a manger. And you remember when you read the Gospels, the birth of Jesus is actually the beginning of that story, but it's not the whole story. It's just the beginning. It's just that opening scene. And it's like God, you know, to do things that would surprise people. He loves to bring surprises to us. And he likes to give us twists and turns in the story. You think you've got God worked out, hey? Well, just when you think you've got God worked out, God is going to come and do something completely different and change things and answer prayers in different ways. And that's what he did. 
He, we've, we thought or they would have thought he was going to come as this glorious king and rule on high and the angels would sing and it would be this incredible uh, eruption. But he came as a king, but he came as a baby in a manger. And he'll write the script we thought that would make his name famous and all these amazing things that would happen as he brought salvation to the world, like this grand entrance. But as we know, God did it differently, as he usually does. And there's so many scenes to this story. And this story continued on for 33 years until it hit a climax. He came quietly in that very first scene. He came to a virgin girl named Mary, and he was born into the most humble of circumstances. And the angels were waiting, and they had eager anticipation to break forth into praise and worship and adoration of the birth of Christ, because they knew this bigger picture, you see. They knew the rest of the story, that God had scripted this redemption plan for humankind, and it was a great plan. And we all love that scene and we celebrate it every year when Jesus was born in a manger. It's a great tradition. We're here this morning to celebrate that. But most of the world stops right there. Most of the world unfortunately misses the rest of this story. And it's a great opening scene. I mean, I really agree it isn't a great opening scene. But I know the rest of the story can be a little bit offensive to people and they don't like to hear it. But we need to hear it. Don't you hate watching a great movie like a thriller or you know, crime, thr- crime thriller movie and a whodunit and someone walks in right at the worst moment says the, gives it all away and tells you who it was, whodunit. And it just kind of blurts it out. Well, if you want a little bit of insight into this, you may have missed this in the past, but there was an angel, and we can see that in the book of Luke. There was an angel that let the cat out of the bag early on in the first scene. These days we call that a spoiler, right? This angel gave us a spoiler of what was to come. And God, in his wisdom, knew that we would probably need a spoiler. And so he let the cat out of the bag early on in the piece, and he did it in a way that most people still never got it. He sent this angel who I'm sure was excited to make this announcement and the angel would tell this secret part of the story and told Joseph something that wouldn't happen for much later on into the story, later in another scene. He told Joseph that the baby Jesus would do something. He said that Jesus would come to save his people from their sins. This was in the first part of the story as a spoiler. He would come to save his people from his sins. The angels knew that the birth of Jesus was only part of the story. Why would the world out there only recognize Jesus for his birth when actually right at his birth the angels said he would come to save their people from their sins? That would be his purpose. And we miss it. The angel revealed it early on, but most people in the world out there will miss this today. We all know that ultimately his death and resurrection was the climax of this story. And throughout the life of Christ, this was his foremost thing in his mind. He knew the whole script. Jesus knew what was coming. Jesus knew he was born for a purpose to actually die. 
and he would die a cruel death to save us from our sins. The important issue of Christmas is not so much that Jesus came. The important issue of Christmas is why Jesus came. Why Jesus came to save his people from their sins. Can I hear an amen? I was talking with a a young lady once and she believed that the only thing that she could do so many good things to earn her favour with God and, and that it didn't really matter because her salvation would come and, and it would come in all different forms from whatever faith she chose to have for her. Even though you could have different faiths, and I listened to her, I paid her a respect, but something that I've learned is that you'll never know God without having a saviour. You'll never know God without having a saviour to save you from your sins. Someone who will save us from our sins, no matter how good we are, no matter how much karma we have or how many faiths we believe in, how many spiritual leaders we followed, how many religious faiths we've been part of and how good we are in our lives, then we cannot have a relationship with God without a saviour because we all have one problem. Our sin has separated us from God. So we need a saviour who will rescue their people from their sins. And that's what Jesus did. And the fact is, we all need a saviour. Hello? We all need a saviour. And have you ever noticed that there's no other religion? There is no other religion that has a God who sacrificed himself or his only son out of his love for his people. There's no other religion. I've not seen any other faith that promises salvation from, for people from their sins. There is no other faith in this world that promises that. And that's why Jesus came from heaven to earth and then earth to the cross and the cross to the grave and the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on. Yeah, it reminds me of a song. Remember that old song? That was about uh, 20 years ago. We need to understand that there, there was and there is no salvation story without scene one in this story. There is no one saving us from our sins if there was no birthday of Jesus. It's good to celebrate Christmas and remember our Saviour's birth, but there is no salvation in his birth either. It's a party time. The shepherds came, the wise men came bearing gifts. The promises were fulfilled, the prophecies were fulfilled and all of these amazing things, but there were some twists and turns to come over the next 33 years. And while his 33 years, he lived a sinless life. Only Jesus could do that because he was God in the flesh. Only Jesus could live a holy, blameless, sinless, pure life. And while he was 100% man and dealt with all the temptations that we deal with, he was 100% God at the same time. Praise God. And while there were so many stories of great, many and great climaxes and healings and major miracles and lives being changed and, you know, awesome twists and turns. But in in the end, in and of itself, this life that he lived so pure and holy was still not going to save us from our sins. His birth didn't save us. His pure and holy life didn't save us. It didn't provide redemption for us. It set us a perfect example of what a godly life would look like and what a spirit-filled and loving and flawless life could look like for something that we could aspire to as followers, as Christ followers. But it could never rescue me from my slavery to my sin. 
even in his amazing teachings and listening to the wisest words that the world has ever heard coming from a person's mouth. Even those words could not save me from my sins. His birth and his life were not enough. But the angel said that he would save us from our sins. So there must have been another scene to this story still to come. And well, it came. When he was 33 years old, Jesus knew about it all along. He knew that there was a price that needed to be paid for our sins. The Bible declared it in Romans 6.23 when he said, For the wages of sin is, is death. And he knew that it was only he could pay that price because of his holy blood that needed to be shed to wash away our sins once and for all. It was only that throughout history there was nothing else that could pay the true price for your sins and that's why he is the true saviour, Jesus. He was Emmanuel, God with us. He came to earth to do many things but his ultimate, ultimate purpose in coming to this earth was that he would die to take away our sins. He would die the death that you and I deserve to die. Not to cover over our sins like in the Old Testament we see animals being sacrificed, the blood being shed to you know, cover over sin so that God wouldn't see the sin. And No, his blood was shed not to cover away our sins but to remove our sins once and for all, to save us from our sins. Up until that point in history... It was all a sacrificial lamb, and now we know that Jesus is called the Lamb of God, the sacrificial Lamb of God, because he would become that ultimate sacrifice. John the Baptist cried out when he saw Jesus. He said, Behold the Lamb of God who what? Takes away the sins of the world. Here is a side of Christmas story that we need to get in perspective, church. This is a side of the Christmas story that the world doesn't really understand. This is a side that they don't think about when they think about the tiny hands and the tiny feet inside a manger. It's really cute, right, to think about a baby? And he was a very special baby, very special. But it wasn't his birth that made him special. It was what he did. It was his purpose as to why he came. It was who he was and bringing that climax to this story 33 years later. His very name, Jesus, literally means to save us from our sins. That's what Jesus means, to save us from our sins. Isn't that amazing? Every year I watch, well, not every year, but many years, have the TV going sometimes in the background at Christmas time and the carols are going or, you know, you see the big, huge carol services going and they're sponsored by you know, Woolworths or whoever sponsors those huge events and, and they're on the telly there and um, there's a star-studded performances, all these famous people are there singing all these amazing carols. They sing our songs, right? They sing our songs. Joy to the world, our saviour, the Lord has come. Let earth receive a king. Oh, holy night. It's the night that our dear Saviour was born. And it goes on and on and on. It can go on for hours, right? 
all these amazing songs of praise to God being sung by celebrities with the greatest orchestra and arrangement and showmanship and great production and all mixed in with all the other stuff that the world has to offer, of course, because the message of Christ would be just too offensive if it was just that. But we're happy to celebrate the baby's, the baby's birth in those moments, but actually the real picture is when you think about Jesus at an event like that, we think of him as that cute baby, but we miss the purpose of why he was born, why he was born. The world misses the rest of this story. They miss the very meaning of the name of Jesus, that he would save us from our sins. And today I want us to remember those baby hands that were formed, those baby feet that were formed, and that baby wrapped in swaddling in that manger. I want us to remember that those hands would one day have a nail through them. Those feet would one day have a nail through them. That body would one day have a spear in its side. And we don't like to think about that at Christmas. It's not all glitzy and beautiful, but this is the story. This is the reason why. That was the climax. This is the gospel that sets us free. This is what saves us. The birth of Jesus didn't save us, church. It was the climax that saved us from our sins and set us free to have abundant life. The Saviour was born. Jesus Christ was born to die. And it's in the shadow of the cross that the manger laid. Jesus knew one day he would face that for us. There's a strong connection there between the baby being born and our Saviour on the cross but the world misses it so often. I'll bet you know people who would miss this this Christmas. 